0: Good morning, Papatur. This is your captain thinking. Everyone is talking about these young yeah. rights. Piloting the Pilots, the podcast where two ambivalent TV viewers watch television pilots and let you know which shows soar to the highest heights of the small screen or crash and burn. My name is Aaron. With me, as always, is my husband Cameron, and I've got a question for you.
1: Yes, ma'am.
0: Are I- you good night, <laughs> <laughs> Yes,
1: yes. <laughs> uh, how are you? How are you? How are you doing? I'm. I'm fine. Uh, you're. You're crowded over there with boxes. With
0: all of my presents.
1: Presents for your upcoming birthday, Mother's Day mm-hmm. celebrations. Isn't that great?
0: Because they're basically same day.
1: <laughs> basically. That sucks for you. It <laughs> really does suck for you. So, uh, how... My
0: mother used to say it sucked for her.
1: When was her birthday?
0: Well, her birthday's not until September, but it was Mother's Day and my birthday. Uh, oh. And she always felt overlooked. Oh, my
1: God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, at least you had this wonderful show. <laughs> to get you through the hard times. Yeah, this week, as promised, mm-hmm. we did...
0: Alias.
1: So let's <laughs> talk about Alias. Oh my God, we've been watching
0: Alias all week. Because, like, I was like, okay, I want to watch something, like, dumb and yeah. fun. We, I don't have to think about it just, like, over our lunch break. Yeah, and a 40-minute show. It has to
1: be a certain We tried show.
0: watching the Winx, that new Winx saga oh, thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, well, uh, no, no,
0: thank you. No, thank you.
1: <laughs> no, thank you. No, thank so, you. I, yeah, I don't remember who, who suggested it.
0: I don't either, but, oh, I was scrolling through Prime, and I saw that Alias was on there, and I was like, hey, we can finally watch season two.
1: Yeah, because the one season we've never seen.
0: Is season two. Yeah, we've, we've watched them all, <laughs> except for season two. So I was like, well, let's let's watch this. And then we got into it, we're oh, like, oh, well, I forgot how good this show is. I Like, good I, in the very worst way.
1: I highly highly recommend alias in the worst oh, way.
0: oh man you want a bad show that's excellent yes yeah, this is it, the it, one for it, you it,
1: if you are a fan of like bad <laughs> movies that are entertaining yeah i'm not talking bad movies that are boring no. i'm talking about bad movies like the core
0: yeah or, <laughs> the day after or tomorrow
1: or congo dante's or, peak yeah these yeah. types of movies those yeah Alias scratches that itch so, so well. So She's good. the worst spy.
0: Worst spy ever. She cries at least once per episode there is no... <laughs> over like dead spies. <laughs> there is no
1: reason why she should not be found out. <laughs>
0: And she's the worst. And she has so many tells. She never hides her expression.
1: Like there is a scene early in season one where she's supposed to be doing a counter mission because she yeah. found out the people she's working for are bad. Yeah. And she's working with the CIA and like the real CIA are in there mm-hmm. and they've probably doesn't make sense, but her partner set up the place rigged the place to explode. Yeah.
0: And, and she, she had to go in and, like, deactivate the remote.
1: Yes, which yeah, she did.
0: Which she did. It, but he's like, I had a second one. Remember our mission in Peru? Well, and he blows it up, and all of the CIA agents inside, like, die. die. <laughs> and she starts bawling. Well, but, but, but it's
1: funny, right before that, because her partner, Dixon, clarifies with her. Because he's yeah. a good person. Yeah, and he's he like, is. the place is empty, right? There's, like, nobody yeah. in there. And she's like, yeah, there's nobody in there because she doesn't want to give up the yeah. game. But she still knows that the you know the, the CIA, CIA and so he yeah. blows them up and then she just starts freaking <laughs> to the point where
0: where she actually freezes and Dixon has to carry her
1: out and and he never once questions like never once. why is she so upset about a empty building exploding <laughs> it's so horribly bad oh baby I love it. Oh, it baby Bradley Cooper's in it oh baby
0: Bradley Cooper's in it Michael Vartan, crooked face Michael Vartan. oh, oh it feels I feel so good to be with these guys again And we
1: got freaking Godspell himself oh there. for um, sure Victor Garber Victor Garber and then and then, like as we're watching it, as we're
0: watching we start remembering things <laughs> that happen like Milo <laughs> Rimbaldi suddenly they start like spying for paranormal things
1: <laughs> it's a big paranormal thing. oh my god and gosh. like future episodes and, yeah. I, and like every like episode I'll be like, remember when Mark Michael Barton fakes his death and he ends up in an ashram in like Tibet?
0: And <laughs> oh you're God. like, no.
1: And I'm like, it happens. I promise you, it remember happens. Remember when
0: they all parachute from the sky and we're like, super spy family, ho!
1: <laughs> it's a blast.
0: Highly it's amazing. Recommend highly it. recommend. Highly recommend.
1: Anyway, for this show, I also, well, oh. Highly recommend. It. Highly
0: recommend. This
1: week we actually covered as promised, mm-hmm. the young riders. For sure. Do you want to give us a, a show synopsis for this, please?
0: Of course. The adventures of the riders
1: of the Pony Express. Quick. Bam. To the point. Simple. Just like the show. But
0: really you follow the kid.
1: The kid. Yeah. 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 Is he supposed to be Billy the kid? Because he doesn't that's not the right no. era. I think he's no. just the kid to be he's our just, stand-in. Yeah. He's yeah. Our, our surrogate.
0: Yeah, he's our wholesome dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: And then we got the episode synopsis, if you please.
0: The Dakota Territory of the 1860s comes alive through the lives of six young people who sign as Pony Express writers.
1: That's right. Yeah. And who are those six young people? Well, I'll tell you. <laughs> we have Stefan Baldwin. I spelled <laughs> that wrong. <laughs> as William F. Cody mm-hmm. of the Wild West fame. Yep. We have Josh Brolin, yeah. fresh off the Goonies. He's got to be... Fresh
0: like, off the Goonies. Fresh off the Such Goonies. a baby face.
1: As James Butler Hickok. Mm-hmm. We got Ty Miller as the, the, kid. K- the kid. Loved
0: Ty Miller growing
1: up. I mean, obviously. <laughs> I love how they never ask him his name. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he, geez, doesn't
0: name. Geez, he doesn't have a name. He doesn't have a name. He's just the kid.
1: Teaspoon's going down the order asking people like, what's your name? Yeah. What's your name? What's your name? And then it gets to the kid and then it's like, edit.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I know. He uh, doesn't have a name. He's just the kid.
1: He's just the kid. Then we got Greg Rainwater mm-hmm. as Running Butt Cross. I was yeah, actually excellent. impressed that they got a, a, a Native yeah. American yeah, to actually exactly. play a Native American character.
0: It's pretty impressive. For 1989.
1: Yeah, I know. You know, it's pretty good. We got... Yeah, Yvonne Suhor as Louise McLeod or Lou? Or Lou,
0: because she's trying to pass as a man, but she's so pretty and <laughs> there's it's kind of no. Yeah. You know, she doesn't look very butch. There's no There's, there's a, you can't really
1: Yeah. She, yeah. I, she, she, she's, <laughs> I think you'd have
0: to be an idiot <laughs> to think she's a man.
1: You're right. And then we got Anthony Zerby mm-hmm. as Teaspoon Hunter. Ah. This was first released September 20th.
0: Oh, they didn't even mention Ike.
1: Oh, I, well, I didn't mention Ike. I didn't. You didn't
0: mention Ike. Ike is an important character, and I, I love him. And you didn't mention Emma, Emma. or the
1: Marshal. I'm sorry. I don't want this. I could go forever <laughs> with the starings on these things. I go with the people who've been in the most episodes. So maybe Ike, the Marshal, and Emma don't appear in as many episodes as everybody else. Whatever. Because Ike dies.
0: <laughs> love
1: Ike. Uh, this was released September 20th, 1989. Mm-hmm. Uh, the number one song was Don't Want to Lose You Again by Gloria Estefan.
0: Nice.
1: And the number one movie was something called Black Rain. Ah, interesting. So, do you have any predictions you want to share? Well,
0: I have expectations. Or expectations I, more than... Yeah. Now, as as you're aware, as I you're grew aware. up watching the mm-hmm. show. Loved every moment of mm-hmm. it. I loved this show as a young girl, but I don't think it'll hold up. Uh, However, I was pleasantly surprised by this episode because the kid, when he finds out Lou is a woman, yeah. he's like, You have a right to make your own way in
1: the world. Exactly. I
0: was like, Oh my God, that's a wonderful thing to say. And then she's very. From 1989, that's an amazing thing to say.
1: Yeah, and then she's like, uh, She says, I'm just as good as any of you. Yeah. You know, and I have every right to do this. Exactly. And blah, blah, blah.
0: Yeah. yeah, it was yeah. really cool. And it
1: had a very, like, just one of the guys, but like the yeah. PG version where, yeah. I
0: like. <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie, too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's another good, yeah. bad that's movie. Another
0: that's good fun. bad movie.
1: But um, but like yeah, he. The
0: original, work. not the Lindsay Lohan version. I've never seen the Is Lindsay. there a Lindsay yeah, Lohan version? Yeah, there is a Lindsay Lohan version.
1: Oh okay. Ew. Okay.
0: I've never seen it, but I like. No no the original. no, you're
1: talking about she's the man, and that's Amanda Bynes. Was it? Yes. Hmm. And I have seen that one. Okay. <laughs> but no, just watch just one of the guys. Yeah. It, it does way. not hold up, but in no. an entertaining <laughs> way.
0: <laughs> but I also remember now that I'm thinking about it, because you know it's been many 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 years since right. I saw this uh, mm-hmm. show. But uh, Rainwater, uh-huh. Buck. Yeah, Buck. I remember he has his half-blood, quote-unquote, episodes, of which Teaspoon is very progressive, and all of them with okay. him is very, not racist toward him at all. Well, you know, they stand up for him and all this other sort of things, and he stands up for himself. Mm-hmm. Because there was always a problem with you being with a native, yeah,
1: you know? Yeah, yeah, I um, I was watching this show. interracial
0: stuff that everybody doesn't was, like back in the day.
1: I was watching this show, and I was like, This is like a weird hybrid Mm -hmm. of progressive and conservativeness. Yeah. Yeah. That actually I think It's progressive
0: wholesomeness.
1: Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like it still like calls guns tools. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, you know, here's a Bible for your soul. Yes. You know, whatever. But, like, it still has, like, moments. But it doesn't feel preachy.
0: Yes, exactly. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, either way.
1: It doesn't feel like Mm -hmm. uh, it's pushing a conservative agenda or a progressive agenda necessarily. It just is. And it's honestly a pretty nice marriage of the two. It really is, yeah. It works really well, in my Mm -hmm. opinion. Uh, My predictions... Uh, It's been a while since I've seen this, but I said uh, I think it's pretty much what it says on the tin. (laughs) It's a series of young Pony Express riders featuring famous Western heroes and villains. Yeah. 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 That's what it is. That's what it is. (laughs) That's what it is.
0: Although I was impressed with the Marshall this round. I don't really remember remembering him.
1: Well, you, you know? know you know what? You're closer probably to the age of the marshal than you yeah. are to the young writers at this point. Yeah, exactly. So it makes sense that he becomes your yeah. the character you're focusing on. The like, character
0: that I relate to now. Yeah. So I was like, wow, this guy has some pearls of wisdom. I never really noticed him before. <laughs>
1: you know, honestly, everybody had a lot of pearls of wisdom in this yeah, show. Yeah, they did. You know. This was a really well-written show, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, I don't want to oversell it. It's definitely John Houston by way of Baywatch. <laughs> in, in terms of, like, the way it's filmed. Right. It feels... If you've seen a show from, like, this era of mm-hmm. TV, it feels like a TV show. It does. Like, even though it's, I think, well done, mm-hmm. TV shows today are basically made with the same quality of equipment as a movie. So, yeah. if you watch The Falcon and, and the, Winter the Winter Soldier... Soldier it. Mm-hmm. You could play that in a movie theater, and you'd be like, this looks great. Yeah. Back then, there was a very big difference. Mm It's Dr. Quinn, Medicine Woman. Yeah. um, Like, Hercules, Xena, all Mm -hmm. those things. They felt very TV show. And this does. It's very unsophisticated in a way, Mm -hmm. but in a way that I think is still enjoyable. Yeah. Like, the way I was trying to, to... because I was trying to say, like, how do you recommend this show? Mm-hmm. And, of course, I liked it. Yeah. But I don't want to oversell it either. <laughs> and I think the best way I can say it is like it's unsophisticated in the way Harry Potter is unsophisticated. Yeah. It can appeal to people of all ages. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to make people think it's, like, this, like, <laughs> gritty drama or anything <laughs> No, like
0: it that. is not gritty. I don't like gritty. It's very
1: light, yeah. light on its feet. Yeah. You know, it's not, like, super serious. Yeah. Yeah. And one thing that did impress me, this thing actually took some of my facts for this week. <laughs> really? Because they had a lot of historically yes. accurate stuff. Exactly. One of the things that I had written down was the actual Pony Express oath. Yeah. I had written it down, mm-hmm. and it is, and they make the kids swear it at the yeah. beginning. He's, I do hereby swear before the great and living God that mm-hmm. during my engagement, and while an employee of Russell, Majors, and Woodell, that was mm-hmm. the Pony Express people, I will, under no circumstances, use profane language, that I will drink no intoxicating liquors, that I will not quarrel or fight with any other employee of the firm, and in every respect I will conduct myself honestly, be mm-hmm. faithful to my duties, and so direct all my acts as to win the confidence of my employers, mm-hmm. so help me God. And, yeah, and that was,
0: uh, you know, a lot of jobs like that back then had these oaths. Like loyalty, because, like, was... um, as a lady teacher back mm-hmm. in the day, when, when you were first allowed to be a teacher, right. you had to sign an oath that you wouldn't date, yeah. that you wouldn't be out past four o'clock. Right, right, They're Like right. There were so many oaths like this, but it was basically for people who needed work. Right. Like orphans or right. women.
1: Well, and that's what I it's, liked about Lou's story in mm-hmm. this. Uh, I guess this episode, we're going to kind of flip-flop between facts because it is yeah. kind of works together.
0: It's kind of historically accurate
1: it's in many ways. Yeah, they were specifically looking for orphans. Mm-hmm. For the Pony Express.
0: Because they die a lot.
1: And you, you didn't want any kin to worry about you. It's yeah. like if you die, you die, it's no big deal. Yeah. And like Lou's story, mm-hmm. or Luis, mm-hmm. she was an orphan mm-hmm. and she's like, All I have is either cleaning floors or worse. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so this is my way of making enough money. Mm-hmm. And Pony Express riders made good money, by the way. Yes, they did. And I'm about to get into how much That's they made. That's because
0: it was a death-defying
1: they, job. You know? it's yeah. She's like, I'm going to get enough money that I can get my brother and sister out of the orphanage that mm-hmm. I escaped from, and we can buy a place, and yeah. we can be fine. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, I thought that was really cool how it all tied in together. However... The site where I learned that oath mm-hmm. also said that a man named uh, Richard Burton, who was an eyewitness to the Pern Express, that mm-hmm. he scarcely ever saw a sober rider. So they did not really listen <laughs> no. to the oath.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I can imagine they probably suffered from PTSD. E- yeah. After all this stuff that they had to endure.
1: A- a- oh, I'm sure. Yeah. And, um, so they made amount of money. They made a hundred to a hundred and fifty dollars a month on their salary. That is
0: a big deal back then. To,
1: yeah, mm-hmm. to give you an idea of how much that was, to send a package, a half an ounce letter mm-hmm. on the Pony Express, it cost five dollars. <laughs> I did the math on that. Five dollars in eighteen six. It was before the yeah.
0: Yeah, was Yeah, it was eighteen mm-hmm.
1: yeah, sixty. before mm-hmm. the Civil War. To send five dollars was the equivalent of hundred and fifty-eight dollars today. Wow! So a hundred to hundred and fifty dollars a month was big money. Yeah, back big
0: then. money back then.
1: Yeah, and as they go over in the show, it was from Missouri to Sacramento, California. Mm-hmm. It was uh, had hundred and eighty-four stops. I, I feel yeah. like Teaspoon got this exactly yeah. from where I did, but they didn't <laughs> have the internet back then. So, uh, they
0: had research.
1: <laughs> they actually had to do research. They on used
0: this. the Dewey Decimal system. Uh,
1: Riders would swap out horses at each stop, which is about every 10 to 12 miles, Mm -hmm. and they would go 75 to 100 miles a day. Jesus.
0: On horseback? Man, that would kill your groin.
1: The fastest letter ever sent by the Pony Express was... Abraham Lincoln's inaugural address, mm. which went, uh, took seven days and 17 hours to reach California. Nice. Which is good. That's not bad. And we're talking, this is going over the Rocky and the yeah. Sierra Nevada mountains too. Yeah. Like, this was like crazy. Mm-hmm. And they say that during its heyday, only one letter in Ryder was lost.
0: Wow.
1: <laughs> which as it kind of takes some of the drama yeah. out of the writers. <laughs> However, what they said though, the really dangerous job mm-hmm. was being in charge of the stops
0: i bet because that's where you would be attacked
1: because there's only mm-hmm. like one or two of you you would in all the middle and you'd have no- to,
0: yeah in the middle of nowhere there's one or two of you you were keeping fresh horses yeah horse thieving was a big deal back in the day
1: yeah exactly like that was
0: a hangable offense exactly. you would be hanged for stealing a horse
1: well i mean like a, the kid buys a horse for 25 bucks yeah. and we know five dollars is equal to 158 so that's yeah. big money to be stealing yeah you know? it is So, yes, that was, like, actually the most dangerous job. Mm -hmm. However, the Pony Express only lasted for a year and a half.
0: Yeah, it didn't last very long.
1: And the reason why we even really, uh, and it was taken over by technology. The Telegraph took our jobs. They
0: took our jobs, (laughs) like all robots do.
1: The reason why we even, like, think of it as, like, this glorious kind of moment Mm -hmm. is because of one of the young writers on the show, Stephen Baldwin's, Buffalo Bill Cody, right, and his Wild West show. He he was legitimately a writer. Yeah, he and Bill Hickok, mm-hmm. Wild Bill Hickok, were both writers, and they were actually friends. <laughs> yeah, when he started doing his Wild West show, he kept the memory of, of that's it really alive. cool. So
0: I think that's a really fun part of history that nobody should forget. Yep. Because what a crazy thing to do, too. Yeah. Like, were there Pony Express writers on the Silk Road?
1: I don't know. You know? it. Like, who came like, up with that? Like,
0: yeah. How was news being spread then? I mean, I know news was always spread through merchants and word of mouth and probably bards, maybe. Yeah. But, like, letters, I think, I don't
1: know. Yeah.
0: I just think that's pretty cool.
1: I think, I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. I think there is... I don't want to, like, be... Uh, I don't want to glorify, like, the Age of Discovery or Conquest. Not at all. No. (laughs) However, I was thinking about it. I I was uh, jogging yesterday Mm -hmm. using iFit, so I was learning history as I was jogging. Yeah. And Tommy Ribs was talking about Portugal being on the edge of Europe. It was, like, the furthest west of Europe. Mm -hmm. And how they were landlocked on one side and you had the ocean on the other side. Mm -hmm. And that kind of fed their their desire for discovery and going out. And, And, like... Not to take away the atrocities that happened mm-hmm. through discovery mm-hmm. or anything. But I was just thinking of the people from, say, Portugal. Right. Who decided to uproot their lives mm. and just make a new home.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, any, anybody just moving out west during the time. You might just as well pioneers. be moving to Mars. Yeah. You,
1: know, you, you, like, you
0: don't know what to expect.
1: You don't know what to expect. You're
0: absolute pioneers. Like
1: that idea of, like, I'm leaving this life mm-hmm. behind. And I don't know. I'll never come back.
0: Exactly. Uh, Like,
1: like I think we've said in an earlier episode, but like when people used to move west in the day, you said goodbye to your family. Mm -hmm. Like, that's it. We're never seeing each other ever again. Mm -hmm. Like, that's a weird thing. And I, I think honestly, the only equivalent to that would be is if we set up something on Mars and we're like, I'm moving to Mars. (laughs) Once I'm there, that's it. That's it. I'm not coming back. No coming back. You know, Mm -hmm. not. You know, it's gonna take generations before there's some sort of like travel that makes that. Easier,
0: exactly. So anyway,
1: I also had some. Uh, I'll, I'll go briefly. I, I had originally wanted to get facts on like the individual riders that were involved, and I only really got Hickok's. Yeah. The only thing I really wanted to bring up about Hickok was, well, both he and uh, Cody were BFFs <laughs> and abolitionists. Nice. So they both fought for the Union Army.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The Hickok family was. Uh, their homestead was actually a stop on the Underground Railroad. Nice. And he served as a scout for. Uh, an African American army unit.
0: Oh, wow. Which
1: I think is a, you know, a big deal. That's a at big the time deal, yeah. To have like a, a, a white man be like the scout for a, yeah. a like a black infantry yeah, that's really cool. during that period of time. Yeah. Which is a pretty big deal. He's also known as possibly, but most likely, the first quick draw duel in the Old West. Ooh. So any movie you see with like a high noon shootout, yeah. the first one was him.
0: <laughs> nice. And it,
1: it was over a watch he lost in a poker game. Sure. It was like a family watch that
0: he had. <laughs> wow, hair trigger.
1: <laughs> yeah, right.
0: <laughs> he, he
1: lost the watch uh-huh. uh, in a poker game and he said he said to the guy who won it, he's like, okay, you can have it, but don't wear it in public. A pride thing, like don't right, wear my okay. wa- don't wear my family watch. But
0: the dude like showboated the next day. It's
1: totally yeah. showboated the next day. There was a, a shootout uh, in wow. the middle of the street. Hickok did not miss. He shot him in the heart. Oh wow! He was arrested for murder. But yeah,
0: but over it, a watch.
1: But in those days, murder was just. A like
0: thing. <laughs> it was like jaywalking
1: back then. It was just like
0: You were hanged for stealing a horse, but murder? Well
1: Well, he kinda had it coming to him. You know? <laughs> it's just crazy how I mean I can't even imagine how uh, he he's according to him, he killed something like twenty nine people.
0: Jesus.
1: But they That said, dude's a
0: serial killer.
1: But we only know for sure about seven. But I mean like it's so bizarre that people used to brag about the people they murdered. Yeah. And it was okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: like the only thing I could kind of like get an analogue
0: to that was well, I think the kid gets like five deaths under his belt in just this first episode.
1: He gets two for sure.
0: Yeah, but I think in one of the shootouts he gets a few.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I think. think. Yeah, I was thinking. I was thinking of um, like the real Billy the Kid. He mm. had twenty one by the time he was twenty one. Yeah. that's a lot of murder if you think about Jesus,
0: it. Jesus, that's like one <laughs> dead person a year. And now
1: that's that's contested too. It's probably a lot lower than that, but like still. True. But um, if you
0: have double digits of murder. It's just There's that, something wrong. <laughs> the idea that
1: people just were bragging about how many people, like, human beings they <laughs> murdered. And everyone was like, yeah, that's a bad dude over there. <laughs> we can't do anything about it.
0: It's crazy. <laughs>
1: like, the only thing I could think of was, like, like in the early 90s, like, gangsta rap used right. to have raps about, like, I'll kill you, all, right, shoot you right. and stuff like that. But, again, that was all hot air. Like, I mean, mm. that wasn't really happening. Well, I mean. You know what I mean? Like they were bragging about this. Yeah, Snoop
0: Dogg owns a winery now. (laughs) Just saying.
1: Snoop Dogg had an extended cut in uh, SpongeBob SquarePants. (laughs) (laughs) So just saying. (laughs) But yeah, so that's uh, some little outlaw facts. Now we can get right into the young writers.
0: All right. All right.
1: Yeah, I mean, we kind of already said it, but like, I was. Honestly, impressed with the show.
0: I was too. Yeah, I was surprised Mm -hmm. that it held up so well.
1: So well, it was very entertaining. Yeah. My only complaint about it, and this would be my bad thing I would say Mm -hmm. about it, is it started to feel a little long at the end.
0: Yeah, because it like you think they've already won when they capture the guys. Yes, that's the. And then it continues.
1: It it goes. Mm -hmm. It doesn't even go that much longer. But like, basically, they capture the bad guys. And they have a choice. of Hickok wants to hang them. Yeah. And the kid's like, no, we're going to arrest them. Mm -hmm. And then the bad guy's being carted away. He's like, you haven't heard the last of me. So you think this is setting up like an ongoing thing. And then the show just keeps going. (laughs)
0: Yeah.
1: And then, he, <laughs> and then he gets out of jail, yeah. escapes, yeah. and then you're like, oh, oh, we're still going. Oh, we're and still
0: he, going here. Okay. And then
1: when they do have their final shootout, it's very brief. Very. It, it's not like even... But
0: he used the Pony Express uh, tricks he was taught. Yes, and that's
1: what we, yeah. we learned. Like. The
0: shoot... And then there's a moment where he has to kill his horse.
1: Man, that, that was rough. hard to watch. Well, the whole...
0: That was hard to watch.
1: Well, the whole horse thing was a big...
0: That Um, was a a huge storyline throughout the whole thing. I mean, you first meet the kid because, uh, you know, he's broke. He needs money. He can't even afford to buy an apple. He's an orphan, yeah. And he sees this horse, this painted horse. That he loves. And he's like, oh, I love this horse. And then he sees fight the pugilist, and you get $30, and that way he can buy his horse.
1: And all he has to do is stay on, be on his feet after three three minutes. minutes. He doesn't have to win the fight. And he finally
0: does in order to win that horse. And I loved
1: that the sideshow guy was like, look, kid.
0: This guy, this guy is, is, gonna murder is legit. You. Yeah. He like, will go- die.
1: Like, he's like, I don't care about any of the. I'm, yeah. I'm actually looking out for you. Yeah. You're going to die. Yeah. And he's like, I need that 30 bucks. I need that. And that, that money. was like the perfect save the cat moment for the kid. Oh, yeah. You really feel for him. Mm-hmm. And it. I think they did it really well where they it's did. like, I want this horse. I've fallen in love with this horse. Yeah. And you literally see him get his ass burned. Beat I mean, like, <laughs> beat. He doesn't even
0: land a single punch. And it's just, not it, even one.
1: And you and I were like, making like, come on, Rocky. Come. <laughs> get up, Rocky. And he's just got to get up. And like, <laughs> and he makes it to three minutes, so he gets his horse yeah. that he loves. And then at the end of the show, the horse gets shot. Yeah. And he th- you think he's going to have to yeah. kill the horse. And then the marshal.
0: Wow, way to spoil it.
1: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my
0: God. I had just left, and then he has to kill his horse. <laughs> and you're like...
1: Well, let's let's say this. Who doesn't? Okay, okay. This show (laughs) is 32 years old.
0: Okay, fine. (laughs) Fine.
1: Uh, (laughs) I I loved that. I I thought that was an awesome introduction Mm -hmm. to as a kid.
0: Yeah, for sure. You're
1: you're on his side immediately.
0: Immediately.
1: And what's his name? Ty, the guy. Ty Miller. Ty Miller. Mm -hmm. I think he does an amazing job. In fact, I think everybody does an amazing job. Yeah. Oh,
0: I even love Stephen Baldwin in this. I even love Stephen Baldwin in this,
1: and that's very hard for me to admit.
0: Yeah, I know. I had a really hard time watching this, being like, I like Stephen Baldwin. (laughs) (laughs) You know. uh,
1: Yeah. He and Josh Brolin, Mm -hmm. oddly enough. Probably, they have
0: excellent chemistry. They have
1: excellent chemistry and probably, arguably, yeah. the biggest stars on the show at oh, that time. I'm yes. not sure about Stephen Baldwin; he might have. No,
0: I think been a little I don't think bigger. anybody was the biggest star. I think Anthony Zerbe was the only one with clout
1: at the time. Anthony Zerbe would have had. All of known these guys were
0: like young guys. They they were I mean, they were basically nobodies. All Josh Brolin was, was from Goonies. the
1: Goonies. Yeah, I guess so. you know. Yeah, so they were all. Pretty...
0: Stephen Baldwin was just around because of his brothers.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know? This was just like here, give a little Steven something to do.
0: Exactly. So, yeah,
1: but I mean, like, everybody was doing their job. Yeah. Everybody did their job perfectly. Mm-hmm. And it straight up is BTS of the Old West. Because yeah. you got you got somebody for everybody. Yeah, you do.
0: Yeah, you do. So,
1: who's your favorite young writer at uh. the Marshall now?
0: <laughs> I do really like him. He had so many pearls of wisdom. Like, I wrote down this one line, the bad guy says, there's six of us, Marshall. And he was all by himself. Yeah. And he goes, well, it won't matter to you. You'll be the first one I drop. And I was like, oh, my God, I love you. Or, or, I love standing up to that guy. Or this one, a man carrying so many guns, he must be afraid of everything.
1: Exactly. Wow.
0: I was like, I love your pearls of wisdom, dude. Well, and, and, <laughs> and, and,
1: and that is, like, appropriate for today, too. Yeah. It's like, if you, what are you so afraid of? Why yeah, do you need Why? So why do you
0: need so many guns?
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like... For a dumb yes. 1989 tele- basic yeah. television show,
0: so I don't really know who it was geared to.
1: I I don't know who it was. I don't to. know
0: who it was supposed to be marketed to. I have no idea.
1: Uh, they had some decent writing in it, yeah. in terms of like the dialogue. because yeah. I wrote down from the Marshall, <laughs> like you gotta grow up fast or not at all or
0: not at all. Oh, another That's good a one. Good line. God, that Marshall is nailing it. Nail, even, nailing well, it.
1: Zerby had some good lines yeah, he did in there too. He yeah. had some stuff that he was like, "I loved this." Like, there are moments that actually like get under your skin, yeah, a bit where yeah. he's like, um, "He's he's lining up. we're meeting all the young riders, Yeah. and then he he's specifically singling out Cody mm-hmm. and Hickok because like, they have like
0: big guns on their belts. They're, and they're stuff.
1: like showing off. They're mm-hmm. like kids who like want to act like they're big, big. Yeah. And he's like, "I dare you not to stand and fight." He's like, you get in trouble, you run like hell. Exactly. That's what you do. And yeah. I was like, hell yeah, I, yeah. Lo- I love this. Yeah, that was this pretty was good. The music drops are amazing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> they,
1: like, it's... Uh, I did feel like I'm saying, like, it's
0: really good. It's really good. good.
1: It's sloppy, though. It's it, is. it is. still very 1989. Yeah. Like, the, the guitar drops, like, mm-hmm. they'll have, like, bluesy <laughs> kind of stuff that's going on in the background. Yeah. And, and it's cheesy and it's yeah. lame, but mm-hmm. it's also very good. It is. It is.
0: <laughs> I was quite proud of it, actually. Yeah. Because it's always been one of those shows that, in my head, has always been amazing. And to, to watch it now, and still really love it. I'm like, oh, this is great. This yeah. this is good. I'm, I'm glad I love this. Because I've seen other things I've loved in the past. Right. Yeah. Like, ew, James Bond. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah,
1: you, 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 when we met, you were the James Bond fan. Yeah. You were very much into James Bond. Yeah. I had seen a few of them. Mm-hmm. And, and with you... We have, like
0: I knew every song, I knew all of the words to so every movie. We we
1: yeah. owned the DVD collection mm-hmm. of all the movies, and we watched them all the way through. Yeah. And now it's harder to watch. Now that. I'm like,
0: oh God, really? <laughs> yeah, and it's
1: like, um, like anything Joss Whedon. Yeah,
0: like, anything Joss Whedon doesn't
1: really hold up. Yeah,
0: at it doesn't.
1: All. Um. So yeah. So when you're revisiting something that mm-hmm. you saw as a very young child. Yeah. You know, like, it's kind of weird, because you're like, oh, I don't know, is, is this rose-tinted yeah. glasses? I mean, even though you and I re- revisited this, I don't know how long ago, but, mm-hmm. like...
0: Oh, it's got to be, like, 12 years. Something like that, probably.
1: Yeah. yeah, to see it again and be like, you know, this is pretty good.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's that's an impressive thing, for something that old to still be able to hold up.
1: Now, again, who do you think this was marketed for? It lasted for three seasons, which... That's pretty it, it's long not, it's for the bad,
0: 1989.
1: That's pretty good. It's not,
0: considering it's just about a bunch of kids riding horses. Five,
1: five years is what you want for syndication, mm-hmm. which is probably why the show is forgotten. Yeah. Largely forgotten.
0: Like, it's in parts on YouTube. Yeah, we
1: couldn't find it to stream anywhere. No. You can't buy it anywhere. Mm-hmm. We had to go to YouTube and watch it yeah. and divide it up into five parts. Yes, you know? in
0: order to watch the which whole
1: thing. Which was fine. But, again, the quality is not great because it hasn't no. been remastered or yeah. anything like that. So... Kind of blurry, Mm -hmm. Um, but it's kind of sad. But who do you think, who do you, let's go back to that question. Who do you think this was made for?
0: I have no idea. I really don't know.
1: Now, when I I start reading the reviews for you, you might start to get an idea. Okay. Oh, no. (laughs) Please don't
0: tell me incel little shits.
1: Oh, not at all. Thank God. Not at all. Thank God. This, like I said, this is like BTS of the old west.
0: Yeah. Yes, it is. Yes, so, it is. Yeah, everybody's got their favorite young writer. Yeah, it's like you, w- Girls with the Avengers. Like, who's your, your favorite, favorite one? Favorite Avenger. You know?
1: you, and yeah. you even have you even have your, your your woman.
0: Yeah, you even have your woman who, so, who's there. S- s- <laughs> but uh,
1: you're, you're things haven't woman. really
0: changed all that much in twenty years. But yeah, you basically got Hickok. Oh, Thirty,
1: actually. 30 you got years. Hickok, who's like your your hard ass. Yeah. Yeah, Cody. Who's... Well,
0: Hickok's also uh, very temperamental. Temperamental. Yeah.
1: He, he's your bad boy. I guess. He's your Donnie Wahlberg. <laughs> <laughs> then you got um, Cody, who's a bit yeah. of a showboat. Yep, yep. Um, who would he be? Who would you? Who, who would? Is he like a Joey McIntyre? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 yeah. no. No, because the, the kid is your Jordan Knight.
0: Oh, for sure.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> And then you got Ike, who's your sweetheart. Oh
0: man, for sure.
1: You got Buck, mm-hmm. who's there. I don't know. He he's just he's really he's, cool. He's Buck. like
0: your Joey Fatone.
1: <laughs> no 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 no. Cody's yeah. your Joey Fatone. <laughs> there
0: we go. Yeah, that's it. That's it. You know you
1: know who Buck is.
0: Yeah.
1: He is your jo- Jonathan Knight or your Lance Bass. Yeah
0: yeah yeah. He's
1: kind of like yeah. the unsung, solid center. Like, yeah yeah. You don't know ne- you don't put him this. He's never like the front man.
0: Well, okay, then if we're talking about frontman, Ty Miller, the kid, is your
1: Justin Timberlake. He's your Justin Timberlake, he's your yeah. Jordan Knight. Yeah, for sure. Like, he's your... He's your for sure. He's your... He's going to be at the front of every t- Tiger beat yeah. magazine. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but that you know, pretty face? Oh, yeah.
1: But, yeah, like, <laughs> Buck is like your Leonardo of the Ninja Turtles.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He was my favorite. <laughs> Jonathan Jonathan yeah. Knight, Lance Bass, mm-hmm. my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> they're just solid in the background
0: just solid uh
1: if you were to remake the young writers today
0: yeah who would i cast who would you
1: cast i don't gonna ask mm. you to do all six of them because that's crazy right but like if you could do like anyone anyone and i was you going, know
0: i'm not sure i even know any young actors
1: i was trying to think of it too and i was like the, i'm there was like the same well, people
0: that john they, page dude is super hot right now maybe mm-hmm. we could cast him as somebody
1: who, the, uh, the, the Duke? The Bridgerton
0: Duke? Yeah, <laughs> okay. he's super hot right now.
1: You could probably put him in there. Right? You could make him maybe uh, the kid. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. I could see yeah, him yeah. as a kid. Yeah. Now, see, but, of... uh, see,
0: my thing is, he's he's too old, too.
1: See, and that was my problem, too, because like, a lot of the young actors yeah. that I did think of mm-hmm. are actually not young They're anymore. They're not young anymore. Because I saw yeah. um, Liam Hemsworth. As maybe Hickok.
0: He's too old now.
1: I know, but he's like in his thirties, yeah. so that's like I
0: think we'd have to cast unknowns.
1: I think so. And that yeah. kind of like defeats I was like yeah. uh, Tom Holland.
0: Oh yeah. He yeah. could
1: be like the kid. Oh, he'd be great as Ike. Oh, he'd be good, Ike.
0: Yeah. Although he has excellent comedic timing. Maybe we should put him as uh Cody.
1: You wanna put Daisy Ridley in as uh Lou? <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Why not?
1: You know who can do it? Uh, uh, Miley Cyrus. I think she could do it.
0: Whatever. <laughs>
1: you, you hate Miley Cyrus <laughs> so much. <laughs> um, what? Do you want to hear what other people had to say about this show?
0: Yeah. Or yeah, did yeah. you?
1: Did you want to bring up anything else in particular?
0: No, not really. Not really. Yeah. No. Well, who's your favorite young writer?
1: Who is my favorite young writer? Mhm. Um. Ooh, that's a good question because I like them all equally. They're all Whatever. my children. Whatever.
0: <laughs> They're all. Whatever. My Emma.
1: <laughs> no, Um you know, I think, honestly, I'm, I'm not trying to be difficult here. I think the show did a really good job of creating six distinct mm-hmm. people yeah. that... It's really hard to put one over... Like, I like them all for different reasons, and it's very difficult for me to say... Like, I like Lou, mm-hmm. because she has a very compelling story.
0: Yeah. yeah. I
1: like the kid, because he's, like...
0: Just, he's just so wholesome.
1: He's so wholesome and good. <laughs> he's
0: just so wholesome. You
1: know? And, like, you could tell he's, like, struggling against, like... Yeah. I don't want to be a criminal. I don't want to be a bad guy. Yeah. But then there's, like, something about him that, like, he could easily go over to that right, side. Like right. There's a very Luke Skywalker thing yeah, about him, where... Yeah. He's always kind of... Even <laughs>
0: looks a little bit like him. Yeah, he's got yeah. a very
1: Mark Hamill look. Yeah. And, uh,
0: very baby face.
1: Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, like, you'd see on Tiger Beat. Yeah. He could go either way, and I think that's kind of compelling, that mm-hmm. kind of struggle between the light and the dark. Then you have Hickok, mm-hmm. who's, like... Like, he's like your Raphael. He's like your yeah. Your yeah and wild you can tell card. he's
0: been he was raised in kind of not so great conditions.
1: Yeah, and, and he's being played by Josh Brolin, who's a phenomenal actor. Yeah. So I like him. Mm-hmm. I like Stephen. And
0: then and then Cody.
1: You got Cody. He's, he's great. He's your Michelangelo <laughs> from the Ninja Turtles. He's uh, he's kind of fun and mm-hmm. like goofy, and I like that. But like, also has that moment where like. You can see when things get serious, yeah, he's gonna get serious.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: And then you have Ike, who's just a sweetheart. Mm-hmm, for sure, um, he's—I don't know if you really described him, but he—he he cannot speak. Yeah, he's He muted. speaks through uh, sign language, mm-hmm. which he speaks through Buck. Yeah, Buck because
0: who, Buck knows sign language.
1: And like so, and so like Buck is just amazing because yeah. like he's cool at all mm-hmm. this stuff. I can't pick a favorite. I honestly cannot <laughs> pick a favorite because I—I just can't because they're all so different. You yeah. Know? Okay. I, I, I like, like
0: the whole cast.
1: I like the whole cast. Yeah. I mean, I think this might be the first show we've done on this podcast <laughs> where I literally like everybody on the cast.
0: Yeah. Oh, and the the outlaws were over the top, which made them excellent.
1: Oh, yeah. it's car- Over
0: the top bad guys loved we're it. We're talking
1: like comic book level yeah. bad guys. Yeah. And going back to what we've spoken on before, and I actually saw someone else say this online the other mm-hmm. day. You'll appreciate this. Where the bad guys are bad, and there's no kind of bull- Yeah backstory about yes. like how they were
0: abused or yeah. anything
1: like that mm-hmm. they just are bad
0: they're just bad guys
1: it, it, they're, they're just bad guys they're literally black hats yeah for our for our boys to have to Stand up and fight against.
0: Exactly. And that's it. And that It's doesn't, great. It
1: doesn't need to be anything I more than that. I hate this
0: understanding the bad guy crap.
1: Again, it's, it works sometimes, but it doesn't have to be every time. Ugh. Sometimes people are just, like, this is what I read online. It's like, sometimes people are just assholes.
0: Yeah, exactly. There are people
1: who are just assholes. Just
0: let them be.
1: <laughs> you know? Fight
0: against them. And, and, Stop trying to understand them.
1: And uh, conversely, what this person said, and I also agree with this, was, and I don't remember who it is. It wasn't, like, anyone famous or anything. It was just <laughs> someone on Twitter or something. Right. But I agree with this too was conversely a good guy doesn't necessarily have to have some sort of tragic backstory either like some people are just good decent people who want to do good decent things
0: exactly it's
1: the right thing to do they don't have to have this like crazy like Mm -hmm. my uncle was shot by a guy i let run away from a crime you know Mm -hmm. but anyway so reviews J.K. hedge (laughs) <laughs> says it's the worst T V series of all time. What? I don't know. We've seen some bad. I will
0: fight you. <laughs> I will is, fight you.
1: This was written in two thousand seventeen. I'm pretty sure Battle Nun and stuff were, I,
0: <laughs> yeah. were out by now. Right. I'm <laughs> the sure order. there are
1: worse. <laughs> We've done shows on this <laughs> since two thousand seventeen. Yeah. That are way worse than that.
0: Way worse. Let's we'll see what
1: he says. No, yes, I'm, I'm already assuming he's a heat. Oh, for sure. Little Joe, Ben, and Toss of Bonanza fame would literally roll over in their graves if they would have to endure just one episode of The Young Riders. This show's not trying to be Bonanza. No. Like I said, like I described it last week, it's young guns mm-hmm. for kids.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah.
1: it's like, it's bloodless violence, mm-hmm. but there's no... There's not going to be any prostitution. It's a good and, moral. Yeah. We're, yeah. And it's it very much of that era of TV where mm. it's almost like comics code where it has to, like, uh, the good guys have to win. And they right. have to learn something. And they yeah. have to grow. Yeah. And, and that's fine. Mm. I mean, I can understand if that annoys you. Right. Especially, like, today. Mm. With like, today's audience. But I think it's refreshing to, like, yeah. be like. I don't know.
0: No, these are just good guys fighting bad guys. It's not complicated.
1: Oh, and eventually Jesse James comes into the show for a little nice. bit. But not for, I think, a couple yeah. seasons maybe. I am just lost for adjectives to describe how bad this show was and remains. Wow, well, I will fight you. <laughs> I will fight you in a pugilist sideshow. <laughs> <laughs> the acting is atrocious and with the insertion of historical Western figures such as Bill Cody and, yes, a young Jesse James. Leads one to simply ask why. Okay.
0: Well, that means he watched he a watched lot of way this. way
1: more. So for someone, he yeah. doesn't protest too much.
0: I think so because too. Because I don't think he Jesse He kept James... watching.
1: Yeah, Jesse James isn't in the first episode, so no. he watched more than one.
0: Oh yeah, at least <laughs> at least.
1: A lot of the, uh, the reviews I used to see or I saw when I was looking for these uh, positive reviews were a lot of people being like, I kept telling people the show existed and nobody believed me, <laughs> and I would rush home and watch yeah. it and like nobody believes me. This thing exists and it yeah. and it does exist. So, so G- Key Hedge had said worst TV series of all time. Okay. Max is cute says the best show that was ever made. <laughs>
0: We're I had friends.
1: To, I, had to, I had to pick these two because we're going extremes <laughs> on the other side.
0: We're besties.
1: But again, I'm I this guy comparing it to Bonanza, I mean... I Completely
0: don't... different shows. Bonanza, let's be honest, it sucked.
1: And, and, like, I'm assuming if you're going to Bonanza as yeah. your favorite, like, Western TV show, mm-hmm. you're an old. <laughs> you know? You were old when this show came out. Right. You, so right. I'm pretty sure...
0: Well, you know what? My dad and my mom really liked this show, too. I can see that. And they loved Bonanza. But my dad watched everything Western. He loved Westerns.
1: I think that's the biggest hurdle to make this appeal to a new audience Mm. is Westerns just really aren't in vogue anymore. Yeah. And if they are, it's stuff like Deadwood, which is very much marketed to adults. Mm -hmm. Like, Western just isn't, it's not like a really movie genre anymore. Right. You get like a Western once every few years mm-hmm. whereas like back in the day it was like comic book movies where yeah. it's like every it was a big deal like ten times a year you had the new western coming out with oh, like yeah. William Shatner
0: and John Wayne and Clint Eastwood yeah
1: exactly so yeah. Raquel Welch was even in a few but I think if, if you get the formula right I think you could bring this show back <laughs> you just had to get the hot young actors <laughs> you know I think you could do it right well anyway best show I've ever made is Max is cute I love this show I remember watching it when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. As soon as I heard the music, I would run into the living room, sit down, and not move for the whole 60 minutes. Yeah. Of course, I'm a typical girl. <laughs> this is what. <laughs> okay. Like yeah. Stars, okay. I see. Every time starts was like, I'm a girl. <laughs> uh, of course, I'm a typical girl, and my favorite young rider was Kid. Of course. Of course. But as I look back on it, Buck is the best. <laughs>
0: As you get older, as you get older, your and then taste bet, changes. It's sort of like in Lord of the Rings. Like if you're a little girl, you think Frodo. Frodo, he's the cutest thing in the world. When all you're like, the, all the when college. you're like 16 to 21, it's Legolas. When you're 22 and older, it is fucking Aragorn. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, like that's how it goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. I bet this review was written in 2008. Yeah. I bet you should be like, the Marshall's pretty hot. <laughs>
0: See, I've gotten to the Marshall now. I've aged that
1: much. You just <laughs> have to be worried when Teaspoon starts looking good.
0: Yeah, that's when you've got problems. That's when you're old.
1: <laughs> that, that young man, the Marshall. Right. <laughs> um, I bought season one when it came out and have watched every episode five times. It made all my friends at least watch one episode.
0: <laughs> I do kind of force any friends that I have. have you seen the Young Writers? <laughs>
1: That's what this episode of our podcast is basically. Like. Like, it was hey. me
0: being like, "Hey, we need to watch Young Writers. Tell people about it.
1: It's it's on YouTube. It's free. Just go watch it." <laughs> Uh, you can watch it in segments. Just watch it 10 minutes at a time. <laughs> I have collected all the pics I can of the show and have made a young rider collage. Oh my
0: God. Okay. I'm not that obsessed. No, no, no
1: she's like the crazy person. <laughs> with the red <laughs> yarn. With the red yarn. I even want to collect a toy horse look-alike for every young rider's horse. <laughs> I know this may be considered a little obsessive, yeah. but this is really the only thing I have of my childhood that I can hold on to. Well, if any of you feel as I do, you will understand. Mm. I would love to hear your comments. Please talk to me, fellow fans, if you can. And then then left their email address.
0: I should see if that email still inbox. Hey, we talked about it on our podcast. We love this show too, man. From
1: 2006, <laughs> and uh, they also said. Oh, I also said, and I kind of briefly said, this show was like apparently a sexual awakening for many young women.
0: Ah, okay. And, like
1: a lot of it was like, I love this show. Right. The kid was my favorite. Yeah. You know, Hickok was my favorite. Blah 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 blah. Right. Love this, love this, love okay. This. Do you have any... Probably
0: why I think of it fondly, too. Probably. (laughs) Gilbert Blythe. He was my favorite from Anne of Green Gables. (laughs) My fave.
1: Do you have any bad things to say about the show? What?
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, but I do wish they would um, release it again and maybe make it high def.
1: Yeah, I think... But
0: since apparently only young women like it, we'll probably never get it again. We'll never
1: get it again. That's why, I mean, this is a cultural artifact
0: in a lot of ways. Yeah, it is.
1: And, uh, you know, you should, I think if it's free, go to YouTube, just watch right. it. I mean, like, or if you don't like it, you after 10 minutes, turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. But I, I think, it, I think it's worth it. And I think it's cool to see all of these young people on it. And as we right. learned last week, uh, uh, what's her name? Miranda from Sex and the City. She shows up on it. Oh, does she? Yeah. Huh. Uh, the, and the Marshal is an, uh, is a famous actor, too. Yeah. I just don't know him. I
0: can't place him. A
1: very famous character actor. Like, if you yeah. see him, you're like, oh, it's that guy. Fairly
0: certain he was in an episode of Murder, she wrote.
1: Uh, I'm pretty sure, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, usually he plays, like, um, asshole government men now. <laughs> so it's kind of nice to see him play pre-that type. Yeah, like where a hero. He's, yeah. Where he's, like, a hero. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I... I Honestly, this is one of those shows that I would actually say people should watch. Right. I would right. highly recommend it. I, If I could green light it then, I would have green lit, lit it then. Mm-hmm. If I could green light it now, I would. I just don't know how to crack that code. Right. I just don't know how. They, like, I would definitely want it to still. I don't want it to be adult. I don't want to, like, age it up.
0: Yeah, I don't want there to be, like, tits everywhere and I don't want and this to be Yeah, I don't want stuff. this to
1: be TV mm-hmm. mature, which yeah. is what they would probably do if they Ugh. brought it back. I want it to still be marketed towards tweens, right? But I don't know how you do a western for tweens mm-hmm. in 2021.
0: Yeah, I think I think the western era has kind of died because there is a lot that went wrong with it.
1: Yeah, I you mean, know, like, with yeah, like a, racism
0: of... and sexism and and uh, Native Americans. You know, yep. I I think there's. There is a lot that was wrong with it.
1: There's a lot of uh, problematic elements yeah. of that, just that time period, mm-hmm. even if your show is not necessarily problematic yeah. or addresses those problems right. within the context of the show. Yeah. But I think my thing with Westerns is I think people... Like, back in the day, that was, like, literal superheroes. Yeah. Like, I'm going out on a horse, mm-hmm. and I'll take a horse chase over a car chase any day. Oh,
0: man. Horse chases are the best. You're
1: putting extra living beings in this <laughs> chase. Yeah. You've just amped up my excitement. <laughs> right. Um. But I, I think it seems boring now, almost, mm-hmm. to see a man just with a gun and a horse. Right. When we now have people with repulsor lasers coming out of their hands. Pacific Rim and Yeah. like it's, yeah. It seems so... Qu- it's like, how do you make that feel the same. Right, Like, you, right. you ins- get that same kind of thrill, mm-hmm. and I think, in a way, we've become jaded to that. Yeah. But if you think of it in real aspects, I mean, like, it's terrifying.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, seriously. I
1: it's just me and my horse <laughs> in a pack full of, like, uh, and dynamite. And i got the <laughs> Sioux face
0: in me. I think they basically come across Sue a lot more than any other native. I
1: think so, if they're in the Dakota Territory. Yeah, yeah I think, I think that makes sense. I think sense.
0: it's Sioux. But, of course, Buck is half Kiowa. Yes. Yeah.
1: And the actor is part Cherokee.
0: Nice. <laughs> <So>.
1: <laughs> but yeah, go watch it. Why not? Mm-hmm. Branch out.
0: Yeah, try something new.
1: <laughs> Piloting the Pilots releases each Tuesday and can be found on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and wherever else fine podcasts can be found.
0: As always, you can contact us with any questions or rebuttals on Twitter, at Pilot Pilots. Don't bother. We don't respond. Or email <laughs> us. But we do respond to emails. Pilots at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you.
1: Okay, so next week... Since we, we we truncated our, our
0: uh, we haven't done an in-flight movie in a long time, so
1: we're gonna let's do, do a, one. We're gonna do an in-flight movie. We're gonna do a western. Yeah. We're gonna watch. Uh huh. The Adam Sandler. Ugh. Taylor Lautner.
0: Oh. <laughs>
1: Netflix movie. Oh, no. The Ridic- It's
0: like each thing you said made it worse.
1: <laughs> the Ridiculous Six. Gross. I think it's going to be terrible.
0: Yeah, I think so, too.
1: <laughs> so there's my prediction. I
0: have, like, zero expectations for this.
1: But, but you know, we went from something good. we got to go yeah. to something uh, bad. Yeah. You know.
0: A modern, so-called modern Western.
1: This is what I'm going to say about Adam Sandler, mm-hmm. though. I don't know why. I don't know when that turn happened, when he became kind of. Um, a loser? A loser, like because I remember when I was a kid, a child or whatever. right Billy Madison, Happy mm-hmm. Gilmore. those were like hilarious. like
0: I, I think it was a product of its time.
1: I don't think they would hold up now. No. I, I mm-hmm. wouldn't watch them as an adult. but there was like at some point that he just became like a nothing. However, mm-hmm. I, I didn't mean to say nothing. that sounds really harsh. Yeah but um, he's fine. He, he's doing his thing. I'm right. happy for him. He's doing great. But we watched that one movie he did with Jennifer Anderson, the
0: Oh, the spy one or yeah, it was whatever. Like a spy... That one was pretty good. That was pretty good. One I mean, I'm not good. saying it was
1: great. I'm right. just saying like it was enjoyable. It was
0: good. I was surprised for an Adam Sandler movie.
1: Yeah, well, and I keep saying that. It's like yeah. I don't watch a lot of Adam Sandler movies. And then the one I did finally watch one, I was like, Oh, this is okay. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. Maybe this'll be okay. I don't know. I
0: doubt it. I highly, highly, <laughs> highly doubt, doubt it. it. <laughs> Surprise like, me though. Surprise uh, me.
1: Surprise. Wow me! Wow me! <laughs> anyway, so next week we're gonna watch The Ridiculous Six mm-hmm. as our in-flight movie, and because it's spring, after that we will be starting our Fun in the Sun series, okay. which I've been looking forward to for quite a while.
0: Oh no! <laughs> what have we got?
1: I'm not telling you.
0: Oh man! You gotta wait. Fine.
1: <laughs> so, hold on to your horses. Yeah, because yeah, we watch. Especially the a painted
0: one named Katie. <laughs>
1: Is that her name? Yeah. Um, <laughs>
0: yeah, I know the horses' names in the show, too. Are you going
1: to be like the woman on Time <laughs> and get a toy horse for every horse that's in the Young Riders? Yeah.
0: Well, I did collect Grand Champions growing up.
1: Yeah. <laughs> there you go, There, there you go. There it's you probably because of this show.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure.
1: So, anyway, we will see you next week for The Ridiculous Six. Mm-hmm. We hope you have a wonderful week, and we love you.
0: Yeah, yeah, we do. We love you.
1: Bye-bye. <laughs>